Got a great show. Uh, went shopping yesterday. Oh, um, right, yeah. 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 Got Wesley Willis. Oh, it's beautiful. I found it. Back. I can't yeah, believe it. Wesley Willis, Rock and Roll Will Never Die. I'll be playing some of my favourite. I don't know whether to play Hootie and the Blowfish, Kurt Cobain, Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd. They're all the same song. <laughs> it's interesting because, Gervais, you know, in the in the time that we've been on, we've had a lot of new listeners join us, and yeah. they haven't perhaps heard Wesley Willis. No. What a treat they've got in store. Well, I'll explain that a little bit later. I've also... Um, Wesley Willis is here. Oh. Once again, I was struggling. You know, as I uh, don't plan the show, obviously. Of course. Um, but my book exchange in the in the courtyard of my oh, house, of course, yeah. it's come through again. <laughs> Brilliant. I've got a little book now, here. What, did you, what was the last book you got from the book exchange? Um, uh, how to, how to beat PMT by Diet. How to beat PMT by diet? Which yeah. I could give away. I've got that at home. That would be a great prize one day. A wonderful prize. A lot of women would look forward to that. It's a little paperback here. Gone. Doris Stokes, Voices in My Ear. <laughs> I'm intrigued. The autobiography of a medium. A medium what? I don't, I don't know. But I've got to read you the bit off the back. You'll love this, okay? <laughs> She's helped to solve murder cases. She filled the Sydney Opera House three nights in a row. It doesn't say with what. Once... She even had to convince a man he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> now she's written her own astonishing life story. Her name is Doris Stokes. I'll be reading little excerpts from Wait, that. Wait, I just, I, mean, I don't know if you've read it, but why did she have to convince a man I he was dead? I don't know, it's in and there. how did she do it? I don't know. Well, that's just one of the uh, little questions we'll be asking oh. on XFM. Are you... 104.9. Before you do... 4.9, Ricky Gervais Show. I'm Ricky Gervais, and I've got Wesley Willis's, well, one of his um, greatest LPs. I think he's actually recorded about 4,000 songs. <laughs> um, now, the thing is, uh, this is quite true, he's a chronic schizophrenic and is often troubled by demons that dictate what he can do and what can't be done. Uh, the de demons sometimes prevent Wesley Willis travelling on airplanes, telling that his music is no good, and on occasion have forced him to destroy musical instruments. Now... Can I just stop you there? I don't think it's demons telling him his music's no good. <laughs> I think that's members of the public, anybody who's bought one oh, of his albums. Oh, and um, he's, he's released 14 CDs um, by himself. He just makes them up and sells them. It's fantastic. This is um, uh, the first track on Rock and Roll Will Never Die. It's called um, Hootie and the Blowfish. Excellent. It's classic. It is. Fan played at the Metro. I return to be worth the show. The rock show was awesome. It worked the police ass. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. The band played it on. The band got down as they stormed the stage. The crowd roared like a lion. The jam sexy whipped the ponies' ass. Hootie and the Blowfish. 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 After High Llamas, um, I'll, I'll play Kurt Cobain. Excellent. Let's rock it to Russia. Cobain was a rock singer for Nirvana. He rocked the United States by flying all over the country and playing that rock and roll. He is a good singer. He is my rock star. Kurt Cobain. 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 That's, 
That's uh, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> That's actually by um, Wesley Willis. Really? Is that yeah. Wesley Willis? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to try I and... think he's written a song about Nirvana as well. Let me have a look on here. I've got the album here. Uh, no, I think it's on this particular album. Oh, no, you're right. No, Kurt Cobain is track two. Kurt, uh, track three is uh, Nirvana. Oh, well done, then. Or quite simply Nirvana. Let's have perhaps we'll listen to that. I wonder yeah. if that's sort of different. I wonder what kind of um, interpretation he gives to that particular band, yeah. and I wonder how he sort of utilises I've done how to work this machine. You don't have to do it? Well, perhaps we should leave it, Gervais, come back to it. Don't what? feel pressurised. I know we're keen to hear, Wesley. I know. But don't, well, feel, I... don't feel pressure. Look, it won't let me do it. There's no pressure on you, Gervais. I know you're getting a bit panicky now. I can see the sweat on your forehead. Well, when it just, why, why doesn't it do what I think? Well, Why you... do I have to actually press buttons and it doesn't know what I want? No, but that's, bec that's because you're not Doris Stokes, Gervais. <laughs> You cannot use telekinesis to to run this radio show. <laughs> oh, this is this should be. So is this is this? Ah, it's Nirvana. Very similar to mm. well, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right. Played at the Aragon Ballroom. Yeah. About five thousand people were at the show. Right. The concert was awesome. It was a uh, out. Nirvana, Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana, Nirvana, Nirvana. He gets a bank, mate. He sees a lot of gigs, and he seems to know how many people were there. Well, um, it's uh, 20 past four, it's Ricky Gervais show, and then next is Travis! 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 Gervais, you're never going to be Wesley Willis. <laughs> But I'm Steve, my chauffeur and researcher. You're meant to have found out why Doris Stokes had to convince a man he was dead. Gervais, I've been looking through Voices in My Ear, the autobiography of Doris Stokes, the yeah. famous medium, and it, I must say it's a fascinating read. It's not a biography, and it's by someone. Yeah, I know. It's not by Doris well, Stokes. Doris is too busy contacting the other side, Gervais. Yeah. Um, but to basically, let me just to answer that. Yeah, on the back it does say that once Doris had to convince a man he was dead. <laughs> it's not as interesting as it sounds. Oh. He was dead. Well, obviously. And she saw him, you know, and he, and he wasn't... He, he, she, she, a big groom of people, and he was like a ghostly figure. And he said, I'm yeah. not dead. She went, you are dead, get out. You've had a similar argument with someone once, weren't you, at a dinner party? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. proved her wrong, though, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he, she just, that happens a lot, though. Some people don't believe that, you know what it's like. Yeah. You go to the afterlife, no one tells you. I know. You're walking round. You're, you're dead, mate. Don't be stupid. You know. Exactly. She had to actually push the coffin lid down, apparently. It's a Viagra he died of. I'm reading here about her, one of her first paranormal experiences. She yeah. moved into a house with her husband. Um, there were ghostly apparitions there in the house, right? And it was haunted. She didn't mind. There was a, an old an old ghost called Polly. Yeah, it's lovely. Anyway, so um, uh, Mrs. Uh, Johnson from nearby comes in and she's brought, uh, she's making a cake basically. And uh, she says, um, we chat for a moment. Uh, any more trouble lately with the ghost? So Mrs. Johnson, no. Old Polly's been quiet for, uh, for quite a while now. But the words were hardly out of my mouth when the bowl of eggs I was baking with was, was torn from my hands and hurled across the room. Oh. Instinctively, I dived after it, did a flying tackle. <laughs> on the bowl of eggs. And caught it before it hit the ground. Now, I must say that Doris, at this point, has already lost a pair of tights. Oh, right? no. Polly's already had a pair of tights. Oh, no. Now the eggs are in danger. <laughs> oh, God. You can just stop that, Polly. I yelled furiously and slammed the bowl of eggs on the table. She'd already cost me a pair of stockings. She wasn't spilling my eggs as well. Oh, that's got to be a euphemism. That's got to be a dirty book. Doris stood there, it? fighting the paranormal. You can't lie with the dead, say what you want. Can we? Yeah. You can't label the dead? No. So we can slag off Doris Stokes? You could say she drank buckets of, um, just after the break, we've got Oasis. <laughs>
You mean to tell me you can't libel the dead? You can't libel the dead, no. That, I don't believe that for a moment. You can't, it's true. That's ridiculous. It doesn't mean you can say... There's certain stuff you can't say anyway, whether it's true or not. It's taste and decency, and I, I couldn't... You couldn't say Doris Stoke drank copious amounts of horse spunk, because you couldn't actually say that on the radio, because that would be offensive but anyway. Could I say, I mean... Uh, Catherine Cookson died recently. Yeah. Can I say that Catherine Cookson used to bend over the sink and her husband would... I mean, can I... Well, again, taste and decency. I mean, you know, she, you couldn't be sued for it. Like, let's see, um, you could say Doris Stokes was a smackhead, for example. Right. You know. It's not very interesting, though. No, because it was true. Yeah, exactly. She used to jack up all over the yeah. place. Yeah, and she used to... I mean, the trips used to take... Oh, All that God. nonsense about seeing and speaking to people <laughs> on the yeah. other side, that's rubbish. She was off her tits. <laughs> LSD, I know. my love. Yeah. Hello. 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 Did you listen to it? Oh, I listened to it. Yeah. And you told me you don't swear. What did I say? You said bastard. No, that's all right. That's not swearing. And it? No, it's allowed. It's illegitimate child. No, oh, that's what you called that, Steve. What did I say? You bastard or something. Why, why, why did I say that? I can't remember. Nor can I, know. Oh, I know, because his uncle bought him some and he told oh, him he didn't yeah. like it. And he didn't appreciate it. No. Isn't that nasty, though? <laughs> old, old bloke, he's got wooden teeth, apparently. <laughs> he's got what? He's got wooden teeth. Oh, that's his granddad. His granddad's got wooden teeth or something and he's got three left. <laughs> <laughs> and he said they have to cook meat. For about for eight hours, so, you, so he can suck it. <laughs> You're being terrible. I better start thinking of some um, things that have happened to Bob, hadn't I? So I can get him involved. Well, he was a horrible little gay. Who? Bob. Bob was. Well, what did he do? I remember he had you up the hallway with Peter Miller teasing you and dropped you on your head. I was dropped on my head when I was a kid. <laughs> How old was I? He must have been two or three. Dropped uh, you up the hallway. And what did you do? Belted him. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he say then? Don't know. What did I? Did I only playing. I landed on my head, right? <laughs> and what did I do? Was I unconscious or did I cry or? No, you thought it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Good job I landed on my head, isn't it? Are you going to continue to exploit your mother yeah. on the radio for cheap laughs? Yes. You are. Yeah. That phone call. A lot of questions are raised. What? The first one, obviously, that springs to mind, you were dropped on your head as a child. Yeah. It answers a lot of questions. Yeah. Gervais, you know, I, because I did... I don't even know who Peter Miller is. I... Where is Peter Miller now? Who is he? Let me be honest with you. I want to... Can I just be honest and confess something to you? Yeah. I have been making inquiries because I thought you had Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought you had CJD. I'm all absolutely <laughs> earnest and serious about this, right? Because my dad once we thought he was we, we thought he might be ill, and we yeah. had it checked over, and it was terrible. It was a terrible moment. I felt sick, yeah. and that's exactly what I felt like with you. Really? Um, no, but I did think you might have CJD, yeah. and um, I've been making inquiries. Yeah. The symptoms seem to be there. Yeah. Gervais, you can barely string a sentence together. <laughs> You're slovenly. You look at you. I mean, do you know what I mean? You let yourself go. You forget to wash. You forget I, to I brush stagger your home. You stagger home every night. Yeah. You don't finish sentences. Yeah. You, do you know what I mean? It's pointing in that direction. So do you think I've got C, D, G, B, B, A, B, S, E, right? From the Agricultural College. Three B, S, E's. 0171580. 2000. Remember how it works? <laughs> 0171580 2000. 
please, can somebody who knows about these things analyse Ricky Gervais' symptoms and find out... I mean, there's got to be something wrong with him. We think maybe now that he was dropped on his head as a child, that's perhaps a clue. If you're a medical person, if you've done some uh, research into this, please give us a call, find out what's wrong with Gervais before it's too late. It, perhaps, it's, it, perhaps it is too late, Gervais. You know, you're not a young man anymore. You're 37 plus. Um, you're, you're a goner. Um, and so, yeah, give us a call, 0171580. Oh, my God, it's catching. <laughs> Remember the tent you built at the back? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I didn't know, didn't get it till I was eighteen that Marsha had put the caption in the um, photo album Ricky's Camp. Oh yeah. You know I'm taping this, don't you? Oh, not again. Yeah. Good job I ain't swearing then. You did. It? You said at the beginning. See, I'm going to take that out of context. It's just going to be you going bastard, just like I've got you saying ass. <laughs> Listen to that, Muttley. Listen to that. We're mathematic, aren't we? I'm mathematic, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen. Oh, I'm gonna shut up. Just laugh a minute. Just laugh. Oh, what did you call me? I said I can't. So you can't say that on the radio. What? That word you said. I can't. Just stop it. You can't swear on the radio and that's I'm the I'm not saying what you think I'm saying. <laughs> what are you saying? I can't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting, you are. Oh. <laughs> Rick, Rick, Rick drastically. <laughs> Remember that time when you we were coughing and you coughed up that and you killed next door's cat? Oh, you know it. It was a little bit of hard lung that shot out. That they reckon. Oh, I've never gone that far. <laughs> You're disgusting. Right, I better go then. Right. All right then. I'll see you later. Cheerio. Bye. <laughs> Classic Smiths. It's terrifying. What? It really is. Your relations. <laughs> I mean, all right, so my, my, you know, my, my, my relations, all right, their faces aren't symmetrical, <laughs> but... But at least I don't have wheezy, weird laughs like that. Yeah, I know, and drop people on their heads. Oh, drop people on their heads. Right, I've got to tell you, I wish I was taping uh, 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 today. She called me today. She went, and early you from a while? I said, I called you last week. No, you didn't. I said, well, just before Thursday, yeah. Anyway, I went swimming Wednesday. <laughs> I went, did you? Where? She went, in the fish pond. <laughs> totally true. Went, she went, I fell in, it was up to my neck, and I could hear my nephew shouting, it's only two foot deep. <laughs> like, it's a little fish pond with a like, it is, it's like about, it, it's not even two foot deep, it's about eight inches deep. She went, well, <laughs> I'm pissing myself. She's going, well, I was cutting back the lavender, right, and three frogs jumped at me. <laughs> three frogs jumped at me. <laughs> I know she meant uh, anyway, right? So it's <laughs> three Frenchmen hiding in the garden. That's what I was going to say. I thought no, that's a racial slur. Um, but anyway, because no, they know, because French people yeah. do like to hide they, in lavender and fight in seventy-three-year-old women. They, they do. It's well-known fact. Knows I know that. They lurk around, yeah, ready to attack in striking white white 
and blue t-shirts and berets with onions. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, these three frogs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, who is it, that president, that dead president of France? What's his name? Oh. The big nose. You know what he used to do? Well, exactly. He used to drink bucketfuls of, anyway, right? You can do it, because he's, he's dead. He's yeah, he's gone. Anyway. Um, so, um, she went, and I went in. And I fell in, and I was sitting on the bottom, and it was coming up to my neck. And she went, and I tried to get out, but it was all algae on the side. I kept slipping back in, right? <laughs> my dad says, Lee, help your nan. <laughs> and she said, uh, and I got out, and I, I said, put Lee on. And I, was, I was speaking to my nephew, and said, she went into the pond, right? And she said, she floundered around. Right, and she got out. And she walked. She ran to the kitchen. She she dropped all her clothes and ran upstairs naked because she thought she might have leeches on. <laughs> <laughs> leeches. <laughs> She's not Humphrey Bogart in the African Queen. She said it wouldn't have mattered if it was Ace Fuller Company. I'd have still stripped off and run upstairs. Oh, she said I didn't drop the scissors, and she said I had to throw my slippers away. <laughs> <laughs> So we're laughing at the fact that your elderly mother yeah. fell, slipped in a pond, yeah. could easily have injured herself quite seriously. Who yeah. knows? Now she could have sort of leeches. Yeah, she's probably got leeches. Any yeah. kinds of. Um, the Frenchman scarpered. There was no the sign of them. Gone. Well, they're like that, aren't they? The they're, French. All they found was they, they just left a beret. I tell you, the French, I mean, you know, any, oh. sign, of, any sign of trouble, Gervais, they're out of there. Oh, you know, God. Oh, I just like the idea of just running into the kitchen and stripping off just a ball of slime. <laughs> and they're upstairs. <laughs> I couldn't wait to get in the bath, she said. Yeah, and two oh. ladies from next door, from the Women's <laughs> Guild, just sipping tea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there she goes. There goes Mrs. Gervais. Naked as the day she was born, covered in algae. <laughs> oh, God. That, that's a Gervais oh, for you. Oh, it's one of the most... ...for Blood on the Tracks. And that was for, um, Doris Stokes. Oh, the late, great medium Doris Stokes. Yeah. We'll play that for her. Yeah. yeah. Who apparently, uh, Doris apparently was a prostitute. She was a whore. She was a whore. Yeah. Um... You can't libel the dead. You can't libel the dead. That's not libelous. No. Um, no. Yeah. She apparently went at it hammer and tongs. All the time. anybody that had a check. <laughs> Oh, right. yes. Uh, Gervais, um, may maybe I won't... We've had a good eight months in radio, haven't we've I? We've had a good... We've had yeah. a bit of fun. We've had a bit of fun. I was going to tell you about something, but I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll tell you in a minute. It's a short one, that. Is this the one? Mm. Yeah. This band played at the World Music Theater in Tilly Park, Illinois. About 30,000 people were at the show. The jam session was a rock show. The rock and roll was perfect. How does he not run out of ideas? It's incredible. It, it, I mean, they just flow from him. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, that, of course, comes from the classic Wesley Willis album, Rock and Roll Will Never Die. Just reading the sleeve notes, Gervais. And um, Rock and Roll Will Never Die represents the best of Wesley's previously available material about rock musicians. Um, it's a, his quote, pers his personal quote is... This CD whoops the llama's ass with a belt. Not sure I know what that means, but uh, anyway, apparently... Yeah, I, Doris Stokes knows. <laughs> hey, you can't label the dead. No. Well, Wesley Dirty. says... <laughs> Wesley carries copies of his CDs with him when he travels, just in case he meets someone with $10 in their pocket. Oh, excellent. And that's a beautiful track. Track 8 on that classic album, and of course, Spin Doctors. Let's hear a bit more. Instrumental break. Beautiful. You see, he's a talented Very musician. Very similar to Nirvana yeah. and Kurt Cobain and Hoobie <laughs> and the Focus. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Different sentiment altogether. Oh, completely This one is uh, about the spin doctors. <laughs> hey! Yeah. Well, that's never, that was for that Laura. Was anyway, wrote me a lovely letter. Remember yesterday, yesterday um, last week, sorry, I was going about, and we could do the best of Ricky Gervais. Yeah. So I could just, like, get bits off the login tape and package it, and we wouldn't have to come in. We could, like, sunbathe or something. And she said, maybe you could do um, the best of Ricky Gervais, all the things that didn't happen. Yeah. All the things we said we were going to do, and then didn't. And uh, there are quite a few. There are quite a few, but she goes on as well, because we're talking about reincarnation, and um, she believes in uh, um, uh, the uh, Hindu view um, of karma. So if in through your life you do good things, you build up your good karma, bad things, bad karma. Then when you die, they, m they mount it all up, tot it all up, and you're reincarnated if you do um, nice things. It's a, a wonderful existence. Lovely, probably good looks, oh, everything. Everyone loves you. And if you're really bad... Then you come back as some hideous, like a maggot or a fish, and you have a horrible life. And um, the idea leads uh, to wonder what you did that was so bad in your last life. I'm not rising to it. No. You're not baiting me. You're not baiting me. Javis, can I just say, I, you know, we've had some fun, we've had some laughs over the uh, the last couple of months. Yeah. But I'm a little bit, <laughs> I'm a little bit sick and annoyed about all this slagging me off, claiming that I'm some ugly, grotesque freak of nature or whatever. Because, you know, we get loads of faxes coming in yeah. saying, Steve, you're a freak, you're, a, you know, you're an inhumanoid. Yeah. Um, and all this sort of rubbish. And, you know, it's not true. And you've just, you've perpetuated this myth no, for a no. long time. And it's getting a bit irritating. It's winding me up. And I, as I've said to you before, um, I got into radio. I got into this broadcasting thing where the chances of becoming a celebrity are fairly strong. Right? Mm. I got into this in an effort to meet women, to, to make, get a lady, to, to get a lady. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's just, it's not helping me out no. with all this. Well, I told you, you shouldn't pick careers based on whether you can get a woman. Well. Like the gynecology thing, that's why that fell flat. Yeah, but I, no, that was going all right. I mean, I overstepped a few times, you know, by just sort of mentioning, remember I mentioned to that woman that we should just go back and... Yeah. Sort of like a the first thing you say, ways. exactly, and the other thing is someone could just say, "Way that doesn't put women at their ease." Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Would you, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Johnson, would you mind just taking yeah. your clothes off? Yeah. Hey, look at hell. Say, oh dear. Can I film this for the lads? Yeah. You know what I mean? I did. Have, yeah, that ran, I ran into problems. This yeah. is Happy Mondays. Yeah. Pinky Afro. But just would you just stop now with the? Of course I will. You're a good-looking fella. It's oh, the classics, Gervais. I just got to thinking, I wonder if we, I mean, I think I mentioned this before, it'd be great to contact Wesley and get him to do a song about the Ricky Gervais show. Ricky Gervais! Ricky Gervais! Well, you've pretty much done it for us. Yeah. Beautiful. Gervais, um, coming in on today... He had a radio show. There was about a hundred people listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, mm, I think he's been a bit generous. Yeah. There. Gervais, um, I was on the tube coming in, and I got to thinking about, you know, my lack of success with the ladies. And I could trace it back to something, right, trace it back to a moment. When, when I was in the uh, the last year of my junior school, what, well, I don't know, I'd have been, how old would I have been? 11, something like that. We went to... Uh, you're, you're only about six foot two then, weren't you? Yeah, and we uh, we went to this sort of um, place in Cornwall, sort of an adventure camp, you know, we oh. stayed there for like three days. That was like the Riviera too, wasn't it? Exciting stuff, and we had lots of, you know, all sort of climbing frames and like adventure courses and, you know, abseiling and all the rest of it. And in the evening, what they'd do is you'd go in and uh, they'd have uh, like a little disco, every evening, a little disco, right? And um, they, I remember they played, uh, they played that tune, that theme music from, um, from, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
remember that one? It was, well, We're Only Bugging. Bug, 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 yeah. bug. It was that yeah. as well. That was a big tune. And also, uh, Living Doll by Cliff. Yeah. And, and the uh, young ones. And we'd all queue up. Before we went on the dance floor, we'd all queue up, and they'd give us little cups of soup. I don't know why. Mm. Little oxtail soup, I remember. Yeah. It was quite nice. And then what happened was, I don't know, we must have been a bit older, because the guys... Doris Stokes used to spike kids' soup with um, heroin. That's true enough. That is absolutely true. You can't libel the dead. No. And, um... Um, we must be slightly older because all the kids, all the guys, started to ask the girls like to dance with them, you know, cheek to cheek mm. style. It was the first time that this had happened, you know. And suddenly, I saw like girls and guys dancing together. Couldn't believe it, right? Yeah. But I, God. instead of going perhaps asking a girl to dance, you know, mm. like any normal human being, every other bloke, every other you know guy was asking a girl to dance. I went round with a notepad, <laughs> right? <laughs> I went round with a notepad, pretending. I was a brain surgeon. How? I went round and said, I'm a brain surgeon. I want to analyse if you're mad so I can work surgery, do surgery on your brain. And I would ask them a series of questions. How old were these girls? This Not just the girls, this was blokes as well. While they were dancing. While they were dancing, you know, smooching or whatever, I'd go up to them. What did you think this would achieve? <laughs> and say, can I ask you a series of questions? I'm a brain surgeon. And I thought it was funny. I thought it oh, was you're charming. Being wacky. I thought it was charming and funny and wacky. And they were meant to go, oh, it was that funny eleven year old freak, <laughs> right? In the clogs and overalls. I wouldn't mind dancing with him. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what oh, I was that's thinking. even sadder. I thought that that kind of wit and zany charm would uh, would somehow I'll stop you there, Steve, because you're boring me. After the break, some Beatles. I shouldn't be so blunt, should I? Yeah. It doesn't help, does it? Doesn't, doesn't uh, Doris Stokes, right, yeah. is uh, dressed like a dominatrix, yeah. right, and she's dripping hot wax yeah. onto the naked torso of Arthur Millard. Yeah, of course he is. Right, yeah. and um, he in turn is being pleasured, right, by Dusty Springfield. Oh, <laughs> ex Dusty Springfield's not dead. What? You twat. Dusty Springfield's not dead. Yeah, she is. No, she isn't. She is! Of course she's not! You, you have... <laughs> she's dead! Of course she's Of course dead. she's not dead! Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Dusty Springfield's alive and well. And playing with Arthur Mo No, she's not dead. Oh, God. Well, excellent. Oh. It was going so well, wasn't it? Oh. <laughs> I like the bit up until then, though. Yeah. I like the idea of Owen Mallard. Well, that's all true. In a farm. We can't do that anyway, still. See, you can't do that on the radio, talking about that sort of well, thing. Well, I think... I'll tell you what, though. If we're going to pick on a dead person... Yeah. Why pick Doris Stokes? <laughs> I don't know. The one dead person you don't pick. <laughs> I know. I know. God. I'll I have mean, to convince her she's dead. But even in real life, she'd harness the powers of the dark side. So I, I really want I her know. to get on our, you know, She liked the dark side. Getting on our That backs. was her favourite. She's getting on our backs. Don't get me started <laughs> well, on I'd that. Uh, oh, goodness me. It's just nothing but innuendo. It's libel. Spring, I don't believe it's it. Play we're we're in trouble we're now. In trouble. Oh, God. You should have picked someone like Scylla, who is dead. Yeah. Point nine. Muff Shandy says turn it up. Earplugs are gay. Earplugs are gay. Single by Muff Shandy. Earplugs are gay. <laughs> but, but what I was, was going to say, say is, um, I don't know if I can say the word twat. No, you can't. But um, 
when I was a kid and I first went to, to senior school, I started to learn all these swear words that I didn't know. Of course, you didn't say the word twat. Right. You're not meant to. I, I started learning all these swear words and I went home and I started using the word twat. I just thought it was a, a slightly stronger version of twit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, it's, a bit, it's a bit tougher for some reason. Yeah. And so I used to go around saying that, and I'd go, uh, my sister would say, stop ruining my Lego, and I'd go, you twat. Yeah. And, um, uh, make your bed, Steve. No, you twat. I'd say to my mum, right? And I didn't realise what it meant. Right. And my dad, right, he didn't really know much about swear words, so he started using it as well. He started going, oh, you twat, Steve. <laughs> yeah. And, um, do you want to clean the bath? No, you twat. And we just started using it all the time, right? Yeah. So then, at school, Mark Johnson told me what it mean, meant, yeah. right? Obviously, I'm stunned. I'm thinking, I can't go around calling my mum a twat. Yeah. So I didn't, st I just stopped using it. Yeah. Like that, just stopped using it. But I didn't, I didn't have the guts to tell my dad what it meant. Oh, no. So he carries on using it, and into this day, we were driving along, he'll say, um, to my mum, Elaine, watch where you're going, you twat, you great big twat. <laughs> And I just want to say to him, Dad, don't say that to my mum, because she knows, oh, she knows what it means. Oh, no, but really? She's not, she's not going to say to him, oh, God, Ron, would you stop saying that word, because... Yeah, same thing happened to me. My dad still says Felch. Does he? Yeah. Oh, Felching, talking of that, right, it's Doris Stokes. Yeah. She's got this huge... Four sailors four and sailors. a big bucket and, like, a weight and... Warm jets and Hurricane. So they haven't actually told you it's your last show? No. It's not official. They, well, they wouldn't, though, would they? They'd be mad to. Yeah. They usually tell you, sort of, they, when you come off, they go, that was your last show. Mm. I mean... See, I'm annoyed, because if I'd, if I'd known it was the last show, I'd have, you know, led on something special. What, a buffet? Yeah, we could have a nice little buffet, you know. <laughs> invite, uh, invite around all the listeners. Yeah. You know, yeah. into the building. Yeah. Um... Could have probably squeezed him in the studio, in fact. I'd have thought so. <laughs> um, yeah. Got them all in, you know, I could have put on something nice, promise, uh, like a ball gown or something We special. could have prepared the show. We could have... No, no, that was never going to happen. Stupid. Rome, do the jerk. Good advice. Uh, See, not, not all rock and roll's just like bland nonsense. Uh, when in Rome, do the jerk. Uh, Shall I give it away? As it's the last show. Man yeah. alive. Yeah? What Shall a way. I? What a way to go out. Yeah. Giving away the autobiography of Doris Stokes. Voices in my ear. Incredible. Lovely. Um, the paperback from what, 1972? I think so. I remember Doris Stokes was the medium, an elderly lady about sort of 60, and she filled stadiums in the 70s and 80s, and uh, the point was you went along, bereaved people basically paid a lot of money to speak to their dead loved ones. And don't forget there, Doris Stokes... The whore, because you can't you can't libel the dead. You cannot libel the dead. Doris no. is gone. We're gonna say what we want. Yeah. Um. So that's gonna. That's Apparently, gonna... she wasn't even very good. No. No. You'd pay your money, and she just used to lie there. Nothing. Uh, you didn't even get a bit of a sort of contact with your elderly father. You know. Pig. Yeah. Um. She's helped to solve murder cases. She's filled the Sydney Opera House three nights in a row. Once she even had to convince a man he was dead. Brilliant. So um, be thinking of a prize for that. I mean, you know. The phone line's 0171580-2000. Might be a last chance to, uh, give us a call. Um, but you could win Doris Stokes' Voices in My Ear, The Autobiography of a Medium. Brilliant. By, um, by Linda Deardsley. You've really thought how this did, through, haven't how you? How does that work? Show? How does that work? Beautiful. We're going to give away that grubby old tatty copy of Doris Stokes' autobiography. Man alive, we're really going out with a bang, Gervais. Okay, let's give some more stuff away. We might as well let's give the, some of the good stuff out of the library away, the stuff we're not nicking. Let's just give away, let's just give away the XFM library. We'll go and get some stuff then, because yeah. I want some of it, and then we'll give the rest away. They could call in any, anyone they like. All right. Yeah? Just for the Hobbit. Just for the Hobbit. Just for the under, under Hobbit. Just for the go on all the way, dirty boy. Just for the Hobbit. Just for the Hobbit. Just for the 
idea there. What? You played Nirvana, so I went in the library. Bloom. I've got uh, a load of Nirvana stuff. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, Bleach, uh, the Unplugged album, Incesticide. It is like someone reading French, isn't it? You don't know anything about that, do you? No. You don't know what you're doing. You no. don't know how important Nirvana were. You don't care. You don't know how to pronounce it. That's fantastic. Um, from the muddy banks of the Wishka. Whatever that means. Um, yeah. Uh, what's that? Hormoning? Yeah. Never heard of it. And yeah. obviously, never mind. Kurt, Cobby, Bayani, Cobbyani. I'll tell you something, Chavez. He's dead. I thought to myself, you've got Nirvana there. A lot of people have already got those. Yeah. What they haven't got... A lot of people have. ...is this signed copy of Nevermind. You can't give that away. No, look. I'm no, 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 no. I'm reading on the inside sleeve. Uh, Chris Novoselic, Novoselic, David Grohl, and Kurt Cobain signed that. Yeah. And I didn't get that from the library. That's from upstairs in the office. Yeah. Well, that is obviously someone's personal copy. Probably the boss's. So you can't give that away. Well... I don't. I think. I think the time for morals has long since gone. <laughs> no, don't give give all the rest away because that. Oh come like... on! No, you can't give that away. That is someone's prized possession. I guarantee there's somebody out there that would that would put aside those moral questions and accept this. What you mean? You're going to ask people? Do you think you should have it? Yeah. One seven one five eight zero two thousand. Do you think you should have it? Even though it's someone's prized possession. Mind you, so was this radio station. There's a fax here. If there was one man I would like to be stuck in the Stena stairlift with, it would be Steve. How about it, honey? Love Thora Heard. Oh, beautiful. No, no, it's good to know Thora's listening. Yeah. She's got a... Thora, see, has got a finger on the new music pulse. Yeah, she's got one finger on the new music pulse. She's got the other on that emergency buzzer thing. In case <laughs> she has a fall. Your hip would break. <laughs> I think it's a fake. Do you? you see, you, you can libel the living. Oh, right. Yeah. Let's leave it a few months, and then we're... St- <laughs> <laughs> I've got a break here, then some... Uh, go- oh, no. We're never working radio again. No. That's the thing. Just for the of it. Just for the of it. Just for the... <laughs> and the... And the... Of it. Just for the... Oh, my word, you dirty old slapper. Just for the of it, just for the of it, just for the and the and the of it, just for the go on, convince me I'm dead, you hoe. Just for the taste of it, Doris Stokes. An hour to go, Steve. Yep, it's going very well. I've got one of these live read things to give away. It's good, actually. Got two pairs of tickets to give away to the uh, Llama Farmers gig um, at the 100 Club, 2nd of July. Um, and they're supported by Seafood and Gel, and they're both good bands. I know you've no idea. The 2nd of July? Yeah. That can't be right. It's, it's the 10th today. Yeah, but when I say 2nd, I mean 16th. Right. See what I was doing there? Right. I was just taking 14 off. Right, of course, yeah. as any professional DJ would. <laughs> of course you do. Do you know yeah. that? Right. Do you know that you take 14 off? Is that off? in the DJ handbook? Yeah, yeah, take 14 off. Oh, right. So any date that you read out, or any number, yeah. presumably, you always take off 14. Yeah. For any reason? Yeah. That's why people say, oh, Gary Crowley, he's 32. Right. See what I mean? They've taken off 14. Yeah. I understand. Um, on? Sorry to criticize. At the 100 Club, on the, well, when I say the 100 Club, 
<laughs> right. It's the 86 Club. Sure. The 86 Club on Oxford Street on July the 2nd. Yeah. Right, yeah. Which is, uh, actually, that's a, just uh, five days away. Yeah, incredible, that. <laughs> Oh, I want seven one five out of two thousand two It's players. beautiful. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't believe I've got a job at the end of this. Oh, God. They're going to sack you, and it's the most justified sacking <laughs> in the history of man. I'm Can you imagine going to the European <laughs> court? Going to the European court. I was un I was unfairly sacked. Gervais, Gervais, I'll stop you there. <laughs> the judge would go, yeah. he's Ricky, European. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I accept fair. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, take the book and read this. Of course you can't, can you? I prom... What's that? I pr No, forget it. Yeah. yeah. I swear to tell the... The, the, tr the truth. <laughs> oh, dear. Under an hour to go. This is for you, Steve. This is um, Stevie Wonder. Oh. No, I love it as well. It's a great choice. And um, it's just to say thanks because, you know, you've been good for me. Cheers. It's been great. I really... I couldn't have done it without you. No. And I just think, if you'd have been sort of normal looking... Or you could have got a girl. It wouldn't have been as funny because that's been most of our material. Let's be honest. You know what I mean. So just don't ever change it. Okay. Well, oh, that song as well, blood, sweat, and come. Let's have a listen. Can oh. you play it for me? Yeah. Okay. Got Camfield to voice it because he's a bit like Vance. Oh. The stunning new single from Brain Mangle: Blood, Sweat, and Come. Blood, Sweat and Come by Brain Mangle. Out now. It's a change of career, isn't it? Be beautiful. Do you know what I mean? That'd be great. Keep the profile up. You, you'd be something for you, innit, I reckon. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. Uh, drama? Well, a lot of those heavy metal videos have people sort of, um, you know, kind of ugly creatures. I was going to say, like they? Metallica, they have like things that sort of like morph into you. <laughs> exactly. That'd be amazing, wouldn't oh, it? That'd be great. It's... I could see myself. That's a new career opening up for me. Oh God! I, oh, that'd be amazing. I'd be in, like horror films. It'd be like he'd be like the special effect that isn't a special effect. I know, but they'd save so much money. You wouldn't need like computerized morphing stuff. You wouldn't need like the makeup, prosthetic makeup. Oh, that'd be amazing. I could become a star of zombie films. <laughs> oh God! Do you know what I mean? Seriously. But we'll do the heavy rock thing first, yeah. All right. Heavy so rock. anyone out there, any rock company, I'll do um, earplugs are gay or blood sweat and come. I'm um, just what down a verse, right, and Steve's in the video. Yeah. We're laughing. Hello. Thanks for the card. Oh, you got it then. How old am I then? 37. Yeah, I know. 37. Yeah, soon be 40. Yeah, all right. You're cracking up the hill then, boy. Always <laughs> <laughs> begins at 40. Yeah? Yeah. What happened when you were 40 then? I started going out with Joan Johnson after I'd been locked in for 20 odd years. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God she was the youngest. Eh? Why? The last one. <laughs> Who knows what the next one would have been? Well. It's been catastrophic. Catastrophic. <laughs> no, go on, keep going. Catastrophic. <laughs> one more go. Catastrophic. <laughs> You haven't got your teeth in, have you? No. Oh, you filthy... Animal. Oh, you haven't I'm got your teeth in. I'm just eating my dinner. You're eating your dinner with no, no teeth? No, I took it. I've eaten my dinner. Oh, that is disgusting. So why did you take your teeth out for, we then? You have to wash them. There's nobody here. Oh. Only your father in here, anybody. Oh, <laughs> Do you still crimp the pastry with your false teeth? Because that is disgusting. Oh, you know. Oh, no. Darth Vader. 
It's like Darth Vader. You are disgusting, Rick. Oh, God, I can't believe you haven't got your teeth in. Well, it's difficult to say, Captain Trophic. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let me hear you say it. Catastrophic. That's it. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right, all right then, I better go now. Right. Right, see you later. Cheerio. Bye. Last ever, <laughs> Ricky Gervaisia. Almost certainly. Almost. That was for Becky, um, who's having her wisdom teeth out tomorrow. <laughs> Don't envy her. Oh, no. No, do you know what they do? What they do is, right, they <laughs> they tie you down, and, like, you look like Harold, and they, no, no, it's, it's fine. They've got um, anaesthetic these days and everything. Apparently so. Not in Bristol though. Do Not they? in the West Country. No. They, they still tie it to a door. And well, to be honest, if you've got if you've got dodgy wisdom teeth, you're a witch. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that, Gervais. You know, they will you out to the ducking stool, Bob, Bob, Bob. Yeah. And he still works there, does he? Yes, he does. Yeah. With his two brothers, Carry also on. called Bob. I know. With it. Get you on know. Um, and uh, this is a different Becky. Becky and Laura. They wondered if I showed you those nice pictures they sent. Through. Oh, what were they of the apes? The apes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did laugh, did you? <laughs> Brilliant. What? Well, that's you, Steve. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I got facts here from uh, Bernard. He says I'm a regular listener, and I want to know why is Ricky being taken off the air? Bernard, if you don't know the answer to that, you're not a regular listener. <laughs> um, well, which is a shame because you've had a few other faxes oh, yeah. and stuff. I had, a, I had a letter. This is the first letter I've had for years. It says, We love Steve. We pledge our alliance to all forces amphibian or insectile, and we worship the grand fish monster. So I'm getting kind of positive mail like that. Mm. And it's too late. It's too late that in the day. That is positive. That's a lovely letter. A it's lot of people, you know, day. most people would like, you know, to be called you. the fish monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Believe fantastic. Believe me, that, that is a sign of affection. Yeah. Michael Schumacher's won the British Grand Prix in a very confusing Matt, finish. Matt, Matt, can I stop you there? Have yeah. you got any, like, fun stories? <laughs> yeah, Matt, have you got any sort of, like, two Ronnie-style news stories? No, there's no, no fun. It's oh, news, you know, there's no fun. No, you know, new, two Ronnie-style, like, you know, a man with a meat cleaver has been terrorising nudist colonies. Inspector Wilson of Scotland Yard has had a tip-off, but he expects to be on duty tomorrow. Or, like, or <laughs> like, Scotland Yard had all its toilets stolen, police have nothing to go on. That's what we want, that's what everyone's after. Oh, right, no, nothing as interesting. Okay, go on. News with nothing really silly. I'm Matt Johnson. That was good. That was good. It's all right. Yeah, you want stuff like you know, um, a lorry load of wigs has crashed on the M4. Police are combing the area. That's what you're after. Um, you, you're in news. Can you libel the dead? Um, I'd rather steer clear of any controversial comments, if you don't mind. Okay. No, no, I didn't mean you. I didn't expect you to. I don't, I don't think you can, but I'm, I'm not sense. sure. What do you think of Doris Stokes? Um, I think she was a very talented lady who brought joy to a lot of people. That's so, fantastic. So you don't think she's a prostitute? Uh, absolutely not. Well, okay. Steve. Yeah. You know we gave away those CDs. Hey, we, great giveaways. Just good radio, isn't it? We've got CDs to give away. Tickets, that's good radio. Mm. Do, do you remember who won them? What, last week? Yeah. Well, no. Right. I've got to get them back. What, are these the CDs that we took We took from the library? Yeah. I've got to get them back. 0171 580 2000. If you won those CDs, could you give us a call? <laughs> well, why should they bother? They're probably busy listening to them. You, do you know what I mean? You can't give something away and then take it back. Yeah, I need big time. I've got to get them back. We've had a uh, bill for the computer as well. That's mine. No, it's not yours. It is it's mine. It's not yours. I procured that. That is uh, that is mine now. No, the that is technically that technically counts as ownership. Listen, Gervais, it's not. 
yours, all right? I've told you this before. I've explained this to you a hundred times. What? All right. If you if you urinate on something, yeah, it is not yours. It does. In no, the cat it does not. World. That's what yours. cats do. That is what cats do. They go around the their territory that's theirs. They they urinate on it. That computer's mine. If a cat urinates on something, yeah. right? Yeah, in its cat philosophy, yeah. it owns that. I agree. It's that's a sort of uh, well, what do you call it? A sort of territory thing. What's the difference? You're not a cat. No, I know. You're not a cat. That's discrimination. No, you're not a cat. You can't you can't live life by cat rules. Well, I've got loads of stuff like that. My flat's full <laughs> of stuff that I've got like that. What? Yeah, I've got, uh, two telephone boxes. Right. Um, I've got a cash point machine. Yeah. yeah. Glyn was furious. He was getting out money. Right. Um, didn't have Uh, side of a church. That's yours. Yeah. Um, two BMWs. Well, I had two. I've got one now. What happened? Yeah. The, the, the second one, the owner caught me and he started doing the same. And because I started first, I finished first, so he finished last, so it was technically his again. Is that how it works? Yeah. If I piss on something, then that's mine. Yeah. But if someone else pisses on it, then that's theirs. Yeah. Is that how it works? Could you say urinate? This is XFM 104.9. Not yours. They are. They're not. They're my shoes. Jimmy. Yeah, and they're mine now. <laughs> no, they're not. I can't believe. I, this is why I don't want to do this anymore. Why? Just I can't believe you. They're my shoes now. That is how. That is ownership. That counts. In the cat world... They're my shoes now. And some of the carpet is mine as well. In the cat world? Yeah. Wow. You cannot live your life by the rules of the cat world. I can. I can. How, what does, what does your girlfriend what, What's do? this? Oh. Not many people oh, can do that. God. Oh. You see, because I just think it's a wonderful thing, you know, the, the YMCA doesn't get enough publicity, good press. Yeah. And the village people did them a favour. I mean, why on earth they wrote what? that song? Well... You what, know, to, to publicise the YMCA. I mean, who thinks, hmm, I don't know, uh, oh, people have done the police force, you know, they've done... Hold on, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait, this is very good YMCA. to this, but I think you mean this, so you don't know what that song was, you, you think that they were actually some sort of advertising for the YMCA, were you? Well, I don't know, it just seems really odd to me. Well, if I is remember it, like, at the time, the, YM, the YMCA complained at the time because of the connotations. What kind of, it's just a PR thing for the YMCA, I imagine. It's like the one that in the, in the no, Navy. No, no, no. In the Navy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the sort of PR thing for the, for the Navy. It's yeah. just bizarre. When they would, when they were dressed up as sailors and stuff. Yeah, well, whatever. Where, whereas usually they sort of like construction worker with a nice moustache, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Traffic cop. Yeah. Jumpers. And, uh... What? I don't... Is this, I'm worried about the Red Indian Am I supposed to be I reading... Know, when that's been am a big... I supposed to be reading between the lines or something? <clears throat> I, well, I, I don't understand. I mean, I don't really understand. I mean this seriously. Okay, I don't right. understand what you're talking okay, about. Okay, this, this is fine. Well, that's it. Uh, obviously, there were gay connotations. It's a, like a, a, a gay icon record, isn't it? YMCA in the Navy. That was the point of it. What did you need? One of them dressed as Judy Garland. What? What? I don't understand. What was your problem with that? What? what? But there's no... I don't understand why that suggests that people are gay. I don't... It doesn't necessarily. It's like, it's high camp, isn't it? It's been adopted since as well. But the four of them, there's there's a there's a guy dressed as a motorcycle cop. There's yeah. no reason why that he should be gay. There's no there's why, a, there's a, why anyone should be gay. There's it's a builder. Chosen, what, there's what? a builder. Yeah. All right. Um. So no builders are gay ever. There's, you can't another, be there's gay another one. I can't what the other one is. Right. And then there's a red Indian. Why on earth the red Indian <laughs> is <laughs> supposed to be an icon? I don't know I'm about that. I'm, no I, I, I'm flummoxed on that one. I'll be honest. But it, so what I'm saying to you, Gervais, is if you're going to you if you can talk about gay people, then then why don't they use the cliches? Why isn't there a hairdresser? Right. And because it's probably the sort of cliches that even seen gays want to get away from. Also, that's the, you're confusing camp. 
ITV gays with with real homosexual people who live normal lives. If I'm going to write a song about gay people, I'm going to have a hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, you are. In order to all I'm you are. Is, in order to appeal to a gay community, I'd have a hairdresser, John Inman, um, <laughs> uh, Larry Grayson, obviously. And, uh, I don't know, um... Well, you, well, well, Pete, well, you wouldn't have Jason Donovan, then, obviously. Because <laughs> he's not. So you wouldn't have him, would you? No, I wouldn't have Jason Donovan. No. Well, I wouldn't have Philip Schofield. Well, I, I, I wouldn't even have... Andy, I wouldn't have Andy Peters. Right. I wouldn't have Andy Peters. Okay, I'm getting I scared. Would, if Shut I, up! I would I'm, not have Andy I'm Peters. I'm getting scared! I would not Shut have Andy up! Peters! Um, I've been watching a lot of telly over the weekend. Oh, right, go on. Yeah. Been fan to, uh, my favourite. I don't know if I, you heard in the week, I was briefly telling Claire about it. Three, two, one.